Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, news, reviews, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Caden, Austin, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. This is episode 109. I'm your host, Kat, and with me, just as they always are, Caden and Austin. How's it going? Howdy. Hello. Hello. It's going good over here. I don't know about up in Canada. It's too hot for me. Yeah, it's it, it's it's getting the summer heat here. Oh, Look. but it's so great, man. You get oh, some sunshine. No. Dude, it's been raining for days. And I'm just like, yes, toast me until I'm like a Twinkie Donut roasting in the sun. A Twinkie Donut. Don't think those exist, but maybe that's an Idaho thing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's an Idaho thing. Heard of fried Twinkies. You can get like the state fair. Really? Yeah, fried Twinkies, fried butter. Oh God! You can I'm get sorry. Fried Did you say anything. fried butter? Ah, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. Fried Why? Oreos, fried because it's delicious. Cotton candy, fried butter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's fried. There's fried Kool Aid. What? Fried cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Now I'm. Now I'm just getting hungry. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Cool. And where can you some. buy this? Uh, usually at usually. I think some county fairs will have it. It's usually at the state fair and some amusement parks will do it. I don't know if all, you know, across the U S will do it, but I know in uh, Texas, at least six flags over Texas uh, will usually have, you know, especially during like their holiday in the park sort of deals. Uh, they'll usually have some sort of fried, you know, like fried Twinkies and whatnot. Fried Turkey leg. I mean, oh, yeah. you name it. Leg. Oh yeah. Fried lamb chop. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, not so much keen on that, but I'm going to come to Texas just to try the deep fried butter out of curiosity. <laughs> you should do it. Yes, do it. I'm scared. What if I like it? Anyway, we're getting off topic real fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what have you guys been playing this week? Don't um, steal my line, Caden. Oh, okay. way to go, Caden. Already Who's stealing the show. Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I've been play- so I've been playing a, a bit of For Honor with uh, my buddy Tom. Uh, also been playing Valorant with you guys, and I know that uh, last night on the Creative Brain Candy Discord, we had a little bit of a Jackbox session with uh, the three of us and a couple. Cat, uh, one of your friends, and then Jason and Rob from Smoking and Drinking in Space, which was, was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Like, so many things. And when I joined the game, you guys were so surprised I won that round. It didn't seem like a you kind of answer. So, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Uh, what, have y'all, what have y'all been playing? Well, Go ahead, Austin. I know what I have been playing a lot recently is The Forest, Sid Meier's Civilization Six. 
And uh, I, I was in a bit of a rage, so I was like, Doom Eternal, right? I'm just like, yeah, get some. Yeah, I need to finish that game. No I one know, needs to finish that game. It's good. I it's like it better than the first one. No. Yeah, I, I actually prefer Doom Eternal over the original. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think it embraces the run and gun aspect better. Oh, dude, I when you play the I would rather Hunter. edit 100 podcasts than play that. Wow, that's yeah. horrible. You can go ahead and take over the editing job of every CPC podcast if you'd like. That'll get shit. You know, sure. Of the way there. He's simply Stokies. Why don't you let me edit your podcast? <laughs> Here's an idea. Uh, Thanks, Caden. What have you been playing, Kat? Uh, Valorant. Stardew Valley. That's about it this week. Oh, wait. And then it's Jackbox Party. Yeah, and I forgot. Yeah, I was also playing a lot of Stardew Valley over the yeah, course of like two days. It's addicting. I started a new one because I ruined it by modding it. Yeah, console commands will do that. Yeah, it takes all the fun out. My bad. Yeah, and speaking of taking all the fun out of something, <laughs> Cyberpunk. Or, oh sorry, no! Spe- no! More specifically, no! I thought you were because we have to, we have to, we have to pimp it up or a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. So go speaking ahead, of taking all the fun out of it, why don't you tell us about Simply Stogies? <laughs> okay, so Austin. Oh, for me, hooray! I get recognition like Zoidberg. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't about you. This is about Simply Stogies. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, Simply Stogies, there is an episode released on June the 15th where James sits down with the executive director of the Cigar Rights of America, Glenn Loop, and they discuss how COVID-19 has impacted the cigar industry. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I I can't really see how it impacts it, but maybe Mm, I just don't know anything about cigars. Well, here's an idea. If you want to know, maybe listen. Hooray! Yeah. Extra listening for me. Extra listening for you? <laughs> yeah, I'm learning how to do Japanese. You know, that, that's kind of tough. Yeah. Learning no. how to do what Japanese or we're talking speak about? Japanese? Yeah, learning to speak Japanese, learning to read Japanese like kanji or hiragana. You just listen to some of those podcasts and you're like, oh, okay. So that's what a dog is. That's where the What do you at. think Simply Stogies is about? It's about talking about some good smoking cigars. And probably and what about does language products. have to do with anything? I don't understand <laughs> Just let me where be. you I have my hobbies. I don't know how you got to that result. <laughs> my like, results is flawless as long as I learn something. It is nothing it. but flaws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Kat, I think you found a news article on a uh, on nothing partic- but flaws. Yes, I did. So well, no. cyber <laughs> what? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it's a, not necessarily a flaw, but go ahead. Speak for yourself. Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again. <gasps> no. Yeah. yeah. So no. originally it was set to come out on the 16th of April of this year. And then they pushed it to September 17th. And now it's November 19th. So people that uh, want to play it are going to have to wait a, bit, a little bit longer. No. Yeah, My so, heart. Yeah, so they did, they did send out a tweet. That, I mean, it's it's a long one. I'm not gonna read the entire thing, but basically, what it what it was was they have the game. You know, they have the game made. They have everything made. What they're doing is, especially with how they've, because they've also been impacted by COVID. I don't think there's any industry that's been safe from that. And what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to take some time to make sure to find polish it. 
because they need to, you know, they're, they're working on trying to make sure all the mechanics are properly balanced. There's not going to be, you know, one thing that's just super broken, uh, either gameplay wise or just, you know, you know, hey, this gun is superb to this gun, even though, you know, this gun comes later, you know, in the game, that sort of thing. Um, they're also getting, you know, trying to fix a lot of the bugs that's going through there. And they're also, you know, yeah, you know, trying to make sure that everything kind of works well and meshes well together. So they're one of the few companies that when they say that they're doing that, I trust them. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm saddened by the fact that it's not coming, you know, the day before my birthday. It's just but, a tease, Caden. That's what it is. It's just a just a darn good tease. It, well, and you can't I'm, be mad at them. You can't. It's because yeah, you're like, I'm, I anticipate this is gonna be so good for the wait. Yeah, like, I'm okay with it because yeah. Here, here's the way here's the way I look at it. If it's a flop, it gives me something to rant about, and that may taint my opinion on CD Projekt Red, who, based off of like you know The Witcher Three, especially, has been one of the most famous games. Uh, you know, has a pretty good track record. Yeah, it's a great game. It, you know, no, on, it's on a really the flip great side, game. on the flip side of that, if it turns out to be a fantastic success, I'm in favor of it because I wish that more game studios would be willing to push dates back. You know, instead of having a and, and you know a situation like where you know, Black Ops Four, when that game released, there was a fifty gigabyte first day patch, or you know day one patch. You basically downloaded the game twice, and I disagree with that wholeheartedly because that's releasing it before it's ready. That'd be so terrible. So my happened. big thing is that they already pushed it once. Why are they pushing it again? Because Man, circumstances I, I'm changed. A I just like to find the negative in things. Mm-hmm. Well, because, you know, they, they pushed it back, what, sometime in February? No, it was earlier than that. No, it was like last year. And then yeah. they so had to push it think, out. And we were like, okay, whatever, right? It's, it's going to yeah. come out this next spring. And then, I, you know, COVID. I think what happened was, yeah, I think what happened was COVID-19 kind of messed it up. Darn you, 2020. Game studios. So I think, <laughs> I think that's why they had to push it back was probably just because they're a victim of COVID-19 like anyone else. Yeah. And, you know. This is a necessary delay in their eyes. Uh, necessary or not, it's just, darn it, you're teasing me again, CD Projekt Red. Why? Why? However, it has been said that Cyberpunk 2077, while it will be shorter than The Witcher 3, it will also be much more replayable. Because I'll be honest, trying to do a new game plus playthrough of The Witcher 3 is rough. Why? To say the least. Oh, Because God. there's... N- I there's not as much replayability with that game, especially because by the time a new game plus the challenge doesn't really increase. Okay, it just becomes more tedious. Yeah, and it's it just it's you can't go back. It's kind of like one it's and also done yeah and yeah because it's also a really long game and it's really hard to make long games like that you know replayable because by the time you dumped eighty ninety hours into it. You know everything. There's nothing really left for you to kind of explore. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the completion, basically. Yeah. Like you've done it. Like why would you go back to replay it when you already? When it's like you've already, you know, pain in the butt to replay it. It's just, it's so complete. That's the thing. That's all it yeah. is. Do you know how many times I restarted and replayed Breath of the Wild? Probably a solid like thirty. <laughs> What is it that they say the definition of insanity, Caden? I can't quite remember it right now. Uh, oh, I the am same, the definition of insanity. <laughs> doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Yeah, like that's how I see that with with Cat's example, basically. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's just I am crazy. So, and speaking 
And, and speaking of insanity, um, I think <laughs> Facebook may be suffering that just a tad bit because they have recently been rejected by, uh, by Apple um, to get their Facebook gaming app onto the Apple, uh, Apple's app store for the Ooh, fifth time. That, that can't uh, be good for stocks, can it? Um, yeah, I don't know if that how that app has affected their stocks. Well, I, I find mean, it funny. Uh, each That's time, like being me... denied by Steve Jobs. You're like, hey man, your 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 stuff ain't good enough for Steve Jobs or Apple. Go yeah, go well, jump in yeah. the ditch. So I mean, <laughs> I have my own opinion on Apple, and I think that they're a really snooty company. That you know, I I could go on a spiel about Apple all day. But you know what's funny about that though is that you have an iPhone. <laughs> I had because at the time at the time it was the best. You know. With my with my price range, it was the better option. And fun say. fact, I may not have an iPhone for much longer because this one's broken. Anyways, um, so each time <laughs> uh, their app was rejected, I'm going to try and shorten this because it's a long article, but the full article will be in the show notes if you want to read over the entire thing. Apple was citing section 4.7 of its app rules, uh, which states that because Facebook's gaming app has um, HTML5 uh, coded games, in there um it's not allowed because apple is saying that their games either find the words offer- it's okay we'll, we'll get you a dictionary <laughs> or a thesaurus we'll find something for you caden how did you just pronounce thesaurus what do you mean everyone's She's- read a thesaurus you said a thesaurus a thesaurus thesaurus hey caden get a thesaurus <laughs> so yeah so because fa- yeah what they're what they're saying basically is that because the facebook gaming app has html5 coded games they're saying that that is not allowed because either um the code you know the main purpose of the app is you know being stated that it's uh used for code distribution which this shouldn't be um and that you know the code is not offered in a store you know it has to not offer the code in a store or store-like interface, which is kind of vague, yeah, in my opinion. Know. Because <laughs> how do you, de- you know, how do you determine what a store-like interface is? Maybe where like you can see the products and their pricing. Maybe like a generalized blueprint. I, I, I would feel assume. like Apple's just making up excuses. I feel oh, like I'm almost positive at one they point, are. Um, they've App- done this like- with. Steve Jobs and and what's the guy that made Facebook? Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like they had some kind of a falling out, and now Apple is just being whiny and and holding a grudge and making well, I mean, this rules. Isn't, I mean, this is the first time they stepped on people's toes. Uh, Spotify uh, last year complained that Apple was uh, Apple's charging a fee of up to thirty percent on digital services that were sold yeah. through its app store. Huh. Oh. Um, huh. And they argued that that violated some competition logs be- or laws because it amounted basically to a tax. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they've they've stepped on a couple other people's toes. It's just the main difference is that you know the, the argument between Apple and Android is they're two separate ecosystems. Apple nowadays is very much of a, the mindset of a closed off ecosystem. They want full control. They decide what you get. And you either accept it or they don't want to do business with you. Um, whereas Android has adopted this open ecosystem where 
yeah, we're still going to control some things, but for the most part, everyone should be able to create what they want and put it up so long as, you know, it doesn't violate the basic common sense of, you know, running a phone OS. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, at the moment, Facebook is currently deciding whether they should keep trying to, um, keep, you know, keep trying to get on the Apple platform or just take the loss. You know, with them not having it on the iOS platform, you know, that's a big hit to the market because uh, I'm not sure how, what the split is between Apple and Android, but I mean, it's a significant portion that if they could get on that platform, you know, they're golden. I kind of don't want them to, though. Well, I mean, there's a lot of Apple users, so I mean, it's, you know. Well, there's also a lot of Android users, too. I think it would be really stupid for them to not try anymore. Like, they should. As a company, they should continue to try until it gets there because you reach a whole different demographic that way. Well, right. But keep in mind that this is the fifth time because every time they've gone to Apple, it's been with a new design of the app for for specifically oh, iOS God. users. So they like have this to most completely design, like, redesign it? Is that what it yes. is? Uh, yes. So for instance... Um, oh, God. Uh, da, 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 let's see. So throughout the entire thing, uh, they have removed colorful icons in favor of a bland listing. Uh, different game categories were removed to list all games at once. Um, then the ability to sort games was taken away from the what? app. So now you just have an unorganized list of games that aren't, you know, yeah. you know have nothing wow. uh, it's just, identifying them. Um, uh. <laughs> then at one point, they basically just stripped all that away and made it look like it is on the main Facebook app which is on the iOS store um, with a single unalphabetized, unsortable list of games. And they still kept getting rejected. Yeah, see, Apple's just being, being difficult. And, yeah. it's, and it's been theorized that may, the reason they may be doing that is because they're afraid that they're afraid that they'll have to compete with Facebook's gaming app and that that may hurt the revenue of you know, gaming the revenue they're getting from games coming in through their own app store. I don't know. Yeah, I'm so, just like I think really want them to fail because I'm not a nice person. Right. Uh, but yeah, on the 16th, uh, June 16th of when this is recorded, the EU opened a formal antitrust investigation into Apple to determine um, if the terms that the company imposed on app developers violated competition rules. So we'll see how that goes and see if Apple is actually just you know, like breaking laws. Wouldn't surprise me, but I still want Facebook to fail. Breaking bad with <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and then I got one more. This one is going to be a lot quicker than the other. Oh, uh, I promise. Is it? Uh, I hope so. Yes. I yes. think I'm, I started to see my pacemaker just pop out of my chest. <laughs> you have a pacemaker? Uh, if, if your pacemaker is popping out of your chest, I'd be very concerned. Yeah, I would no go cool. the doctor. Yeah, they shouldn't do that. I'm pretty sure they're not supposed to do that. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but right, I'm, am I. I'm not a medical <laughs> professional, but that doesn't sound right. Hey, this call is just it a hunch. Gamers anonymous. No one's a medical professional here. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> Regardless, um, for anyone who has played the game that we're reviewing, you'll understand the frustration of being in the middle of a match and then half your team drops either through connection issues or through the fact that they just rage quit because they're going 0 and 15. You can't go 0 and 15. You know what I mean. They're, you know, they're But bad. it's wrong. <laughs> so, we have definitely, you know, Kat and I at least, I don't know if mm-hmm. I mentioned this with Austin, 
uh, have complained about there not being a surrender option. Because I've played other competitive shooters and competitive games where that's kind of a default mechanic. Because especially, you know, when you're approaching the end and you're, you know, at this point, you, you know, feasibly cannot win the match. You might as well just leave to save time, to save, you know, another six minutes. You, you surrender. Valorant does not have a surrender button. There's no surrender option. There is no way to leave the game if you try to quit. Yeah, there's, I don't even think there's a quit match option, if I remember correctly. I think the I only think way so. to leave is to just Alt F4 uh, or just close the program and wait until the match is probably over and then relaunch the game. Because, because if you don't, like Caden and I did, and we just tried to exit the game because it was just down to the two of us and you reload, it puts you right back into that game. Mm-hmm. Just the two yep. of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that was and they're fun. Yeah, but there's a solution. They are finally, as of patch 1.02, bringing in the much-needed fe- you know, feature of a match surrender. Good. I think this should have been there since the beginning. I don't know why Riot didn't include it in the beginning, but here we are. Here we are. Yep. oh my goodness I know so bad but speaking of bad segues we have done speaking of for every segue so far our our segues are bad you're welcome continue Austin so something that is pretty decently big uh, Blizzard has just banned over 74,000 World of Warcraft classic accounts due to the fact that a majority of these accounts were guilty of botting. Bad bot. Bad bot. Apparently, these guys were just using a third-party, very effective programming that allowed you to go in and bypass the detection of, you know, a lot of Blizzard stuff in regards to the classic game. So... When they started finding out and people started reporting and it's like, oh my God, like so many of these people have just been using these bots to just get past the grindy bits of the game, which don't get me wrong. You know, I, I can see where you, you can cheat maybe a little, or I don't, I don't care if, you know, like it's a really good game. You could spend a little bit of money, like five to $10, but when you are paying to have a bot do everything for you. That t- that just takes the fun out of everything. Why? Like, th- there's no sense of accomplishment for me. Because, so, because, you know, the game has its own in-game economy. And so that's one of the reasons that they're trying to crack down on it is because if you have, you know, autonomous users, so bots, because that's all they are, just programs that play the game for you. So, hey, I'm going to run this 48 hours, let it grind out for a specific thing, and come back. Voila, there it is. That could potentially, you know, ruin the economy. Yeah. Or at least yeah. the game economy. I'm not, you know, I don't know the specifics <laughs> of how the, of how their particular economy works. Here on cause... CNN Money, when video games ruin <laughs> the economy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, I don't know how, you know, the exact mechanics of the, you know, World of Warcraft in-game economy works. But, I know that is, you know, one of the main driving functions is because it not only hurts their in-game economy, that, but that could potentially hurt Blizzard's profits because I'm sure they get a decent amount of revenue from microtransactions. Exactly. And that's where the money comes in, people. That's where it always is, the money. But yeah, um, and they've also, 
there have been times when they've banned a legitimate player who appeared to be botting. You know, maybe it was just someone who, like, you know, him and his brother were constantly training off back and forth. You know, hey, you sleep for 12 hours, then, you know, keep streaming. They got, like, you know, that would be a pretty genius stream. scheme of things if you had, like, multiple um, people switching in and out. <laughs> yeah. But, and so, in, in those cases, they do, you know, let them back in, you know, apologize, um, and then continue on. Because there is, while they do have a slight, you know, automated process for detecting it. There's still a lot of manual evidence gathering that they have to do to make sure that this is a bot before they get rid of them. And sometimes, you know, regular players slip through the, you know, slip into that group. And sometimes real bots slip through the cracks. Yeah, but see, I just, you know, that'd be that'd be so infuriating to me. I mean, that's that just defeats the point of just me, you know, being a gamer is just being able to be like, okay, you know, I'm going to grind on this and I've spent like a hundred hours and then some schmuck is paying like a robot to play like for a hundred hours straight. And then you come up and that's like, how the heck did you level up so darn quick? I didn't even sleep for like yeah. 20 hours this week. Oh, well, you know, I mean, I have specialty, you know, just taking care of my stuff and it's like, don't try modding it. then. Do not try yeah, modding. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where I'm of the mindset of if the game is not like competitively PF, you know, PVP. Again, I don't know if WoW Classic is where if you do end up, you know, under level or someone does end up grinding their way way over level than what they should be for you know that particular part of the game. You know, maybe that's super overpowered. However, I'm of the mindset that if you want to make a bot do it, that's perfectly fine as long as it's not harming anyone else's experience. Uh, multiplayer games are kind of hit or miss with that issue. Single player games, more power to you. Um, but I know most you know companies like Blizzard and whatnot who do have multiplayer IPs, uh, they don't like bots with good reason. Yeah, because then it takes the money out of, oh my gosh, these people aren't paying quick enough. Quick, make sure that they can sell the $40 package. The $40 package. Yeah, I've already lost interest in this news article. <laughs> but you want to know what a package that is a forty dollars? I have no idea. Just Either a random a couple guess. of different ways to take that, Caden. <laughs> well, I'm talking about Valorant, the game oh, yes. that we're reviewing mm-hmm. this week. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> That's what the point of this all is: is to come together under. Oh my goodness! Good, you know, gamers and anon- no, sorry, we're bad good, gamers. Good gamers. Good gamers anonymous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that'll be. Maybe. Well, and I definitely don't belong here. Right. Oh, oh, right. Uh, court order. Bad Gamers Anonymous. Anyways, uh, Valorant was released June 2nd of 2020. It's a very recent game. Uh, it was developed and published by Riot Games. And it's only on Microsoft Windows, uh, the PC version. Uh, so if you don't got a PC, sorry, maybe get one because this game is actually kind of fun. Uh, it's a competitive FPS, which surprisingly, Cat doesn't hate, y'all. Hey, I was going to give the dun. news. Why? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You took the fun out of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it kind of spoiled I, I, the I, whole surprise and the fireworks and the cake. Good job, Katie. Yeah, no more yeah. cake for us. I had yeah, I do that. I'm and sorry. Betty we'll, we'll watch them at the end of the episode. No. You took okay. the fun out of it. Okay. Um, In terms of a general synopsis, you have a team of five and you point and shoot stuff. I mean... And you plant the spike. If you played CSGO or just regular Counter-Strike, I think you'll know this game by heart. There's not really much to it. 
<laughs> it's pretty easy. I mean, honestly, you have a selection of weapons, like the powers are just out there. It's pretty, it's like the tutorial. I mean, my God, I think I went through the tutorial in like five, 10 minutes compared yeah, to got, a lot of games. It was, yeah, it's got a, ba- it's got a very basic tutorial. Yeah. Super quick. I was like, wow, that doesn't even show you any crouching or any type of other. Yeah, it does. It, shows yeah, it does. Or whatnot. It did not it show like, me crouching. Where it were you? Weird. Right at the very beginning. Right it at the was, very beginning. It was you have weird. to crouch under a thing to go to one of the checkpoints. It was weird. That's all I have to say. And no, I you were saying you were saying that they didn't show you crouch, <laughs> and I'm telling you weird. that you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. Psh. No, you're wrong. I, you're I can wrong. confirm that she is right. Thank you, Caden. Balls. <laughs> Regardless, to go. You know, and there there is slightly more to it than that. Um, so there's two teams. There's one that's a a team of five of attackers whose job is to plant the spike that is you know into the enemy. One of the enemy bases. So there's two or three, depending on the map. Um, if you plant it down, you got to defend it. If the defending team defuses it, they win. Um, but if they don't, or if you manage to kill all of them before the bomb goes off, your team wins. Uh, there's a couple of different strategies, you know, to to success, successfully accomplish that. Sometimes you may want to switch it up. Sometimes you may want to have the entire team go for one side. Uh, you know, it's like chess with guts. Uh, no, you know, no, defend- no, no, because it's not <laughs> tactical. It's not okay. turn-based, people. It's not turn-based. No, it's not, it's not turn-based, but the strategy is similar to chess. Mm. It's probably why I'm bad at it as well, but I didn't mind it. Yeah, so. but you know, we'll teach you. It's okay. Um, defending team, I mean, obviously, they defend the objective. Either kill the entire enemy team uh, and or to use a spike whenever it's planted. The spike oh, is basically God, a bomb. Though. Like when you do the spiking compared to trying to just hunt people down, you win a heck of a lot quicker than trying to plant a bomb and trying to defend the bomb. It's, it's it's a whole thing. Like I I was I was just getting blown away. I was like the first person that died every round. Yeah, and and just, almost. I also I mean, was. And on the topic of quickly, um, the game goes on until one team wins thirteen rounds, which, yes, is long, but I promise. If you've played any sort of competitive game like League of Legends or Dota 2 or whatnot, you'll be familiar with it. Uh, again, I think CSGO is just as long. Uh, I, I could be wrong. But the nice and, part is, is that... Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, team switch sides every 12 rounds. So unless the enemy... You know, actually, even if the enemy team gets a f- perfect 12 rounds, uh, you'll still have one round to... You know, defender attack, depending on where you start, which will help if you know maybe you're better at attacking and playing the spike, and you're really good at that. But maybe you suck at defending. Maybe you suck at you know, holding a particular angle. Oh God, those angle shots where they just they hold it to head level, or they get a rifle that has enough damage to knock you out in like three shots. Oh man, that just you can just the get corner. the op, bam, bam, and, bam. Yeah. or just get the op and you know just shoot them in the foot and kill them. Oh God, I didn't even die by that. I always got shot in the head because they just, they waited around the corner and right to pop into the view, boom, uh-huh. like super shotgun. That's, yeah, that's a very common strategy in these sorts of shooters. Wham, Anyways, bam, Kat, booty what, jam. What were you going to say earlier? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't important. Okay. Um, the rounds last for 100 seconds. But so it's... What, a minute and 40 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. I can math. Yeah. <laughs> um, granted, 
it'll drop to 45 seconds once the spike is planted. So, you know, you're looking at, you know, basically the average round will last for about a minute, maybe longer, sometimes less. Um, no, because even if you have the spike, it, it, like, even if you're down to 30 seconds, as soon as you plant the spike, you have 45 seconds again to diffuse. The right, that's what, or, okay, yeah. I should have said drops. So the, the round goes to 45 seconds whenever the spike's planted. Yeah, and then you have a limited amount of time as the opposite team to try to defuse the bomb while under fire and not die from the bomb. God, those are like, I remember we had a couple of rounds like that where it was just to the teeth. And then, boom, we were just short by like five seconds to defuse the spike completely and you lose the round because what would they call it? Clutched? Something like that. Yeah, it was like clutch and it was just like, bam, you're done. It's like, oh. So close to defusing that bomb. Gosh darn it. Did we get a chance to play on all the maps? Uh, there was like three so. general maps that we played, but I think there, yeah. that was it. Uh, yeah, I think there's only three. Really? Because I thought there were four. No, there's four. Um, I think I've played on all of them. Uh, I know I've played, I know I've definitely played on Split and Bind. Those are the two main ones I've played on. I don't, I think I may have played on Ascent. And I don't remember if I played on Haven or not. I think Haven was the one that was, there was a uh, A, B, and C. Though so the really big map, the one that yeah. was just like, oh God, that one was fun though. Like the size of these maps, I have to admit, they were the right size. A lot smaller yeah, Haven than... Haven has A, B, and C. Sorry, I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, good old Google. But yeah, what were you saying, Austin? Oh, I was just saying, like, it, the, the map sizes are just perfect, right? You have, like, your big open kind of areas where you're trying to defend certain sites or attack certain sites. And then you have, like, the corridors or the teleporters on some maps where you just pop out of the other side of the map. It was it was pretty fun. It was a, it was a wicked, like, edgy kind of, you know, feeling where you're like, okay, I'm going to listen. I'm going to wait for this guy around the corner. Oh, nope, he already scammed me, and I got shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. Um. On you know, on to you know the shooting side of things. Uh, what was y'all's favorite weapon or favorite oh. weapons? If you have a you know a couple that you can't choose between, I can't. I remember the name of it now. So I would have to say, um, not the Chucky shotgun, but the bigger one. The oh god, what was it called? The again? Judge. The Judge. Oh, man, that thing was so much fun to unload. Cause it just... Bulldog. Sorry. Oh, the Bulldog. That was a pretty... That was my favorite weapon. Pretty that good was, one as well. Good. That's solid. I yeah. actually went through in uh, like practice and tried out all of the different guns. And that was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, because I can't choose between them, I think my two favorite are the Judge and the Op. Um, I really like the Judge for peeking corners. Because it's a lot of fun, and I would honestly say it's kind of OP. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not a good gamer. Um, and then, I honestly have to say the the op the op or the operator is his full name, just because I don't have to aim for the head. I could just hit them in the foot and they die, or hit them in the arm, or hit them on their hand that's poking out because I could see their gun muzzle. It's helpful, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, uh, good weapon. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, there's there's four different kind of character categories. 
So there's duelists, which are going to be your fraggers. Uh, their main focus is gain kills and rushing in. Um, of those four, my personal favorite, just my general favorite character is Jet. Um, there's initiators, whose job is to basically kind of block lines of sight um, and peak corners and whatnot. And the, uh, out of those two, um, I think I've played Sova. I don't think I've played Breach. I just Sova Breach and Breach are pretty fun. Just um, get those out. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's Sentinels, which block access to areas. Can help kinda, or they can help kind of, especially when you're defending, keep people from approaching a particular angle. So like if there's one angle that you just can't hold because there's too many ways that they can approach, they can just go ahead and block that off and you can move on to something else. Or they can help kind of streamline them into a more manageable kind of funnel. And that's where my um, favorite character comes in, Sage. Sage, yeah. Uh, and then there's also Cypher, which I have not played. Yeah, so Cypher was a weird unlocked. one. He had some sort of super ability and I, I couldn't test it out. It always kept saying, I need a body, bud. And it's just like, gosh darn it, just show me what you do. Oh, I think that allows you to basically kind of take control of a dead enemy body or like resurrect oh. body. And oh, God. That, run around. Necromancy. Like but how yeah. long do the bodies last? That's my I question. Know. I don't know. I tried, I tried messing around with that in training, and the training bot bodies don't. Lay don't stay there long enough for you to activate it. Mm. Yeah, so well, I know with like, Sage, you have to be really good at killing in order to like use that skill effectively. With or Sage, you can actually a, revive some a body team. like real close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, Sage can resurrect a teammate. Yeah, or you could just get the ultimate orbs that add a charge to the ultimate. Yeah, I didn't know what those did at first. <laughs> yeah, I thought those were spy orbs or something. I remember no. one of the. The characters, oh gosh, she just kept using like a spy on us, and I was like, "Darn it!" And boom, yeah. blew up. Others, <laughs> uh, others, controller agents who uh, you know basically just kind of control the flow of engagements, um, and they're they're just really good kind of support characters. Um, of those, I want to say I played Brimstone. I think it's the fire guy. Brimstone. Oh, that was yeah, the guy yeah. that summoned the like. The smoke units on a map when you activated the ability, or was that the other guy that was uh, breach? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I only ever played Sage <laughs> and Jet and Sova. So yeah, I mainly played Jet, and when I couldn't play Jet, Phoenix. Uh, both of those that uh, both those are part of a you know set of five characters that you immediately have access to as soon as you play the game. Uh, the others you have to unlock through you know, playing the game and unlocking character unlocks. Was that how it works? Mm-hmm. You have to mm -hmm. basically play through the game. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> actually, it is quite a fun game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually kind of addicting. The abilities, though, are really difficult to get a grasp on. Like It I took mean, me a lot of yes. matches to figure out how to use them. I mean, yes and, and no. Did. Like, there were some abilities that were easier to learn to use than the other ones. For me, like, one of the easiest ones to use uh, was obviously Sova, right? This guy could, like, shoot arrows. You know, he had this uh, secret owl drone that you could use to send out to 
get into really tight corners where you know the enemy's at once you've located them. And even a weapon uh, option where you could shoot through the walls if you're able to detect like any of your enemies. And I'm like, man, that's pretty easy. Like as long as you don't like get blown up first. Like you did over and over. I know. <laughs> but I did like, yeah. I did pretty decent just like be able to at least locate them, right? Like I did straight out of the job. gate. What? I, I mean, compared bad. to compared to other people who have the experience with shooters I do, I think I was pretty trash. But no, you were actually really good at the game. Yeah, you pretty <laughs> like, really, really, really good. Yeah, you and Tom both. Yeah, well, Tom also has a lot more C, you know Counter Strike because this is basically Counter Strike with abilities. Uh, he has a lot. All more the tips he gave me helped. What's that? All the tips that he gave me helped. Yeah, no, he's 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 good at it. Uh, he should be on yeah. Gamers Anonymous. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so you're, like I said earlier, your ultimate ability is charged by either picking up orbs uh, or you can get them by getting kills. And I want to say kill assists also count towards the charge. Uh, when you switch around characters, your selection of firearms does not change, nor does your health. Uh, only your abilities will. Uh, and with that, you know, you have a selection of firearms ranging from you know, a, a handful of sidearms. So there's one that's the regular pistol that you get for free. The other's a silenced version. That's a one-shot headshot. Uh, there's one that's a double-barrel sawed-off shotgun, which is really good at close range. Uh, there's one called the Frenzy. That's a you know small, very inaccurate submachine gun. I didn't use that a whole lot just because you have to be super close to them to use it usefully, and I don't like that. And then there's the Sheriff, which is I mean basically. I think it's like a 500 Smith & Wesson. It's basically what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a really big hand revolver that shoots really hard. But You mean it have a high recoil? No, it just it hits hard. Uh, you can okay. kill someone in two shot, you know, one or two shots depending on when you hit them. Uh, uh, the okay. issue is it does have a high skill cap. Uh, and if you miss all your shots, you're basically done for. You know what weapon didn't make sense to me? What? The knife. The knife is used for melee. Um, I kind of panicked and started instinctively hitting the V key, which I usually have for melee. And I was kept wondering, why is this been that? Oh, yeah, because the knife is meant for melee. Yeah, I never <laughs> really used the melee either. It was mostly just because, you know, people either had a shotgun or a powerful enough rifle to hit you like two or three times and then boom. Exactly. Like There's no one that I got yeah. close enough to to be able to use it on them. Yeah, that was kind of hard to do that. Except for one of the characters, um, I think it was your character actually, Kat, that uh, you used knives as part of your abilities. Nope. Nope. Nope, that's me. That was so, you? Yeah, Jet has her Jet. ultimate spawns like Seen seven or eight terrible. knives that with the left click, uh, she can throw a single one. And with the right click, she can throw them all at a particular point. When she kills an enemy, her knives refill. Uh, it's really useful if your aim is good and you can get headshots. Um, or if you're just super close and you want to throw them all at once, you can. However, if you miss with that, it takes a little bit of time for you to pull your gun out and get ready to shoot. So that does uh, open you up quite a bit. Yeah, there's some drawbacks with some of the abilities. Mm-hmm. No, for me, the biggest drawback was the reload. Oh, God, how many times I die? Because right as the guy is right in front of me, I have to reload. And I'm like 
two to three seconds of where they just blast me away. And I'm like, darn it, I just needed to reload. I could have killed him. What was the mag- magazine capacity on the gun you were using? Uh, mine was 60. But then, like, you know, you're blasting away. It was more of the, the heavy mine guns. Mine was like 24, Odin. and I didn't even have that hard of a time with reload. I think, I think one of your issues, Austin, is you should try to avoid situations where that can happen. So, reload more often. Yeah, Either reload more often or choose better that. times to reload. Yeah, like when you're actually backed up by your teammates or, you know, when you're in an area, you know, they're not going to just storm because you're the last player, right? Yeah. Oh, also, God, that's you, such a You're stress. also using heavy weapons, which I believe have a longer reload. So that is one caveat to them. Uh, I personally don't really like them just because I don't think they're accurate enough uh, for how long the reload takes. And because of the fact that just someone would who's either a better aim or has a more accurate weapon can kill you. I died yeah. so many times. But when you charge, man, and then you're just like, oh, look, all four of them right here. Oh, there was even one guy who did that. He had like, I'd like to say the, um, the lower version of the Odin, uh, Kratos. It was, Ro- it was like a Roman name, Ares. It was the Ares heavy gun. And he just sawed like three of us in one go. Like we were all standing right there and he just, brrr, and we're like, oh, geez, we all died. It's up to yeah. you, Caden, to win. And I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably like Counter-Strike where each weapon has its own sort of reco- recoil pattern. I definitely noticed it when I was practicing. Yeah. Like for instance, you know, like uh, I want to say in Counter-Strike, uh, I want to say like the AK-47 has like a, uh, an L-shaped recoil pattern. I mean, we could always ask our viewers to just put that up on Discord if you're wrong. So Yeah, yeah. Join yeah. our Discord and yeah, please, please fact check us. <laughs> we, we welcome it with open arms. Yes, we love Speak the criticism because, you know, we need to be honest. We're, we're really bad gamers. So if we're wrong about something, just call us out. There's no shame. No, yeah. call out Austin, not me. Yes, especially Kat. <laughs> Because she asked uh, you not to. But yeah. <laughs> you really want to start a war with me? Bring it, son. Yeah. I hold on. Know. Can you guys pause? I'll go. I want to get some popcorn ready before we start this. <laughs> no. I like, I like to have some popcorn before my show starts. No, caramel corn, man. That's the good stuff. I don't have caramel corn. No. <laughs> yeah. Movie. No. Movie theater popcorn was a little bit the, the butter salt. Or the popcorn salt. That's like to replicate you know the salt that you can get at the movie theater oh so so good so you like salty popcorn yeah okay is that why you're McCormel, so salty McCormel corns. what was that cat <laughs> is that why you're so salty <laughs> yes that's probably why uh but yeah um the way you get these if you haven't played a counter-strike game or you haven't played this particular game is you start off at the first round with zero credits and the basic pistol as you go through the game and either win rounds, get kills, or lose rounds and don't do anything, you will accumulate uh, credits depending on how much you do and how much you contribute. You can then use those credits to buy not only you know, sidearms and your main you know, primary firearm, but also shields, which a light shield uh, that can absorb about 25 points of damage before breaking, and a heavy shield which can absorb, I think, yeah, 50 points of damage before breaking. You also use those credits to purchase your main three abilities, with the exception of your ultimate, because, you know, you charge that up. It took me a while to figure out that I had to purchase the abilities. 
Yeah, yeah that it took one me a second was definitely too. confusing. Like at the they beginning, didn't explain that one properly. Yeah, or maybe they did, and I just didn't listen because that's something I would do. Uh huh. But the nice thing too is that if you have like the max amount of credits, and some of the other players don't, and you want to help them purchase a weapon, you can. Yeah, that was a really nice shareable feature where, hey, man, I'm short and I need a gun that can actually fire. Here, man, here's 2,000 credits. I don't give a crap. No, you don't give them the credits. You can purchase it for them. Oh, yeah, you purchase eleven for them. Oh, well, then you still, you still give away money for your bow, getting some guns, blowing people up. Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of the graphics, they to me, they look like, you know, kind of the Overwatch-style graphics. Uh, I mean, they're good. I I mean, again, it's a competitive shooter, you know, with the exception of Siege, because that's a monster in and of its own. I don't expect, you know, like Siege or Call of Duty, I don't expect you know, my graphics to be fantastic just because I'd rather spend those resources on making sure that my game runs well so that I'm not, you know, hindering my performance in-game because my computer's performance is bad. But you know, the I graphics also- weren't that bad, I don't think. Yeah, no, no, I liked them. Uh, I also really like the audio, especially with how big of a, you know, how big of a factor sound plays in this game. Oh, that was so much fun. And you guys didn't like, I, I didn't realize until you guys told me like to hold the shift button while you're moving. So that way you don't make any type of sounds, but you're still moving at a decent rate. And then yeah. that way, you know, you can just pop around the corner and they're like, I was listening for the footsteps. Ha <laughs> ha, stuck yeah. behind you, son. Yeah, yeah, that was explained the tutorial. Too. Yeah, that was but that was explained the tutorial. Again, my tutorial explained nothing. Nothing. I'm pretty sure mine did. I just I, forgot. I, yeah. All I, I can say to... is it was just weird. However, <laughs> and Caden, I told you about this before, and you're like, "Oh, that's that's really weird." You guys did that, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I did that, Caden. I did that." What? I don't. I don't remember that. Oh, well, maybe I was talking to Tom then. I don't know. I was talking to somebody about it and they were just like, oh, well, that's pretty weird that the tutorial did this, but didn't show you that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe I got the spatial loading option. Now, if, if, if you're going to be playing with earbuds in like I did, make sure you have them in the correct ear. Oh, that was good. That was pretty funny, actually. Because I'm listening well, for Caden footsteps said, was, and I hear right them. Or left? I don't know, but I could yeah, hear so them on was... one side of me because the earbuds were in the wrong ear yeah, and they so... were on the other side of me. Yeah, so for, for those who, for those who play, so this makes, this very much makes use of surround sound. So that's basically, you know, hey, if, someone's walking to the right of you in game, you should be able to hear it in your right earmuff or earbud if you're using earbuds. Uh, I don't know if laptop speakers, if you're like running this laptop, I don't know if they naturally have surround sound in them or if it's that good, but uh, you should probably get some earbuds at the very least. So, she, But yeah, if you I do was, use earbuds, make sure they're in the right ear. Right, because I was spectating her and she's, you know, walk around and I can on my end can hear someone coming in on her right and I was like hey on your right on your right and she goes I guess she heard it on her left and she was confused so she turned to the left and got flanked from behind yeah at that point I think she pulled them out and realized that they were swapped yep it was great though because once once you die you can watch the other players you know play around so you can be like hey look out for this turn around that corner man but that was genius cat that was that was pretty good gold star for me um, I I do have 
a couple issues with this game. Granted, it's it's better than a few of the games we've reviewed in the, you know here recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But a, I don't like the fact that they're just now releasing a surrender option. I think that should have been done, you know, before the you know that should have been done when the game was launched. Yeah, because it's really especially with how with you know we had two match. Cat and I had two matches in a row where we were the last two remaining on our team. Oh, it was awful. In a 2v5 situation or 2v4 situation. <laughs> I think one was 2v4 and the other one was 2v5 and it was not yeah. fair. Yeah. Even the one I guy mean, on the other team sent a message and was like, why yeah, don't they give you a surrender option? <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, someone, yeah, someone messaged all chat like, yeah, hey, everything okay? I was like, yeah, we're just last ones. He's like, rip. Sorry, man. Uh, oh, and It was awful. And then I also um, disagree with how they have their anti-cheat because if you recall, good listeners, when we discussed Doom Eternal, we covered a news article that some players had a bit of an issue with Doom's anti-cheat. I feel like Be- we need music before a Caden rant. <laughs> right? Like a like <laughs> something to just kinda kinda get in the mood. <laughs> so uh, we can it? all grab our popcorn. Right. right. All right, where is it? Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> but like what sort of music would play though? I don't know. We'll get some Jaws themes oh, on this like, thing. No, no, that's trademark. Can't do it. That. Is it? Uh, like, oh, yeah, some like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll but give you something like Elton John themed. Maybe just somebody screaming. <laughs> and that's how, like, just, from a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Just, or just just angered screaming. No, not, not even angered screaming, like horror movie chick screaming. Oh, maybe. I can't even get that high. How about you, Kat? Can you get murderous scream? I don't okay, know. I've never you, tried. It, I was about to say, before you do it, just let me know so I can take my headphones off. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do it while we're recording. Okay, womp, thank womp. you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so when Doom released their, their anti-sheet, they stated that it was running a kernel mode. And I discussed kernel mode. I gave a very poor explanation. And people had a big issue with that, mainly because that anti-cheat, you know, an anti-cheat on that level could potentially block some apps and whatnot that they use that aren't cheats, but can be flagged as one. Um, and Valorant does the same thing. I want to say their cheat system is Vanguard. However, there's a big difference. There's a reason I'm a much bigger fan of Doomguard's implementation, or Doomguard, Jesus, Doom Eternal's implementation than Valorant's. Because Doom Eternal, the way they have it set up is when you launch the game, the anti-cheat, Fires on up, gets ready to go. And when you play through the game, it works perfectly fine. When you close Doom Eternal, the game, or, you know, the game turns off, and so does the anti-cheat. As Vanguard, you know, you know, Vanguard, that anti-cheat, you know, you know, when you launch Valorant, it doesn't matter because the way they've implemented it is Vanguard starts up on boot and it turns off when you turn off your PC, which is why when you first launch the application, it's going to require you to restart your PC. And I disagree with that entirely. Your anti-cheat, especially if it's running on kernel mode, should not always be active 24-7. And I'm you know, kind of torn because I do like this game, but I don't want this stupid anti-cheat running in kernel mode 24-7 my system because I know they've... I want, I don't know if someone's actually done that in one, but I know a couple months ago they released a competition uh, with like a cash prize of $100,000 to find a security flaw in their anti-cheat. 
or security vulnerability in their anti-cheat. And I don't think anyone's gotten that yet. However, it's, I mean, it's inevitable. Nothing is completely 100% secure. And I'm waiting for the day when there's a breach. And as soon as that happens, I'm uninstalling this game and purging any trace of Vanguard off my system. Paranoid. Yeah, that sounds really paranoid. That's kind of <laughs> something that someone would say, like, delete the evidence off my computer. Delete it. Well, yeah, if you're doing really sketchy sh- stuff, yeah, that's a, you know, that's a thing people do. However, I think I, you I, I think, yeah, I think Caden means more of like for his own security. Yeah. Um, Personal I urge, information. Yeah, security. I urge you to, and listeners, for anyone who's interested, look up what Spectre and Meltdown are. And you'll understand why kernel mode vulnerabilities are giant issue. Why don't you just tell us, Cody? Because I'm not going to uh, Google it. Well, we probably don't have time for it. Yeah. We're, we're running a little we don't have time for a Caden rant explanation, but give me a summary. <laughs> okay, like 10 words or less. No, no, no. Of, not 10 no. words or less. Yes. Awesome. Challenge wasting accepted. time. Explain to me like I'm five. That's what we that's, do because we have that's, to. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm not good at cramming, you know, complicated subjects into five-year-old explanations. Um, Basically, they're both vulnerabilities that can target the kernel mode on your CPU. These vulnerabilities are built into the actual CPUs, you know, the hardware of your of your processor. There have been some, I want to say Spectre. Is that the Spectre or Meltdown? I'm leaning more towards Spectre. It was the one that they could kind of patch it with a, a software update. But for the most part, it's still a major issue. The Spectre makes use, or you know, makes use of a flaw in the uh, spec. What speculative? You know what? I regret my decision. You're not explaining. Yeah, that. that's why I was telling you, Cat. Like ten words or less. Ten words or less. <laughs> I thought basically they're 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 both very very big security flaws that can can kind of be patched and can kind of not. And if someone gets access to something at kernel mode, they you know kernel mode gives you full access to all the resources on a computer. See, that's and exactly what I was looking for. Just a brief there summary. Well, see, <laughs> ten words. That's what we'll work on, Caden. That was not ten words. You need to learn to count. And again, I am not the I'm not the best at explaining things like this. Um, I really do urge you to check them out because, uh, you know, Google could definitely give you better resources that will give better explanations than I could ever do because, you know, I don't know anything about computers. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Austin, what did you think of this game? Uh, honestly, addicting. It's a great overall game. I got my butt handed to me several times, but it just made me come back for more punishment. And, you know, with several different characters, several different abilities, with a variety of weapons to choose from, it, it makes for a really fun time. Uh, honestly, a con is that, you know, people seem to leave like in the middle of the match, but don't seem to surrender. I don't know if that's just a log off thing. Because you can't surrender. Yeah. But, you know, then like the character stays behind. You're like, oh, oh I guess you're still here. But, you know, 
That could be bad if the other team still retains the five members and you're just like one poor schmuck. You know, that, that kind of, to me, that sucks. But, you know, a lot of good strategic plays and a lot of good strategies, you know, initiators versus, you know, people who are just very good at cover. And, you know, with, with the maps, it can be pretty good with, with the shooting spots. Overall, super fun. It keeps you on edge. And it's extremely addicting. I, I probably will go back for more and try to get like the higher like characters that are later in the game. So I, I would give it a nine out of ten, honestly. Pretty good. Too generous. Way too generous. I mean, that's that's <laughs> you because you're like the you know, the pit of despair, but whatever. I'm a pessimist. There's a difference. But you can't despair. rate it a nine out of ten because it's not a nine out of ten. It's stupid. Okay, well, I'd like to see what Caden thinks. What do you think, buddy? Come on, help me out here. So, Thanks, buddy. I mean, I enjoyed the game. Uh, apparently, I'm better at CSGO than I thought I was, and that's part of the reason I didn't play it, because I thought I'd be trash at it. Um, I think that the abilities and whatnot definitely add a more uh, kind of interesting gameplay aspect, you know, rather than just running around shooting. With that being said, I do like the fact that being good with the weapon you're using is definitely prioritized better than being good with the abilities because the abilities are definitely more to in you know in support of your of your firearm rather than an alternative to your firearm. Uh, yes. I mean, the gameplay is fluid. I wish that the, it wasn't as long. Like I wish maybe it was eight rounds and not thirteen. Uh, but you know, maybe some people prefer a longer game. Overall, I really did enjoy it, but I, it's definitely going to lose some points for me from A, not having a surrender button, and B, having their anti-cheat uh, require that it be started up on boot, which I heavily disagree with. So overall, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Ouch. It's a, it's, a, it's a good game. Come on. Now we had some fun blowing people up and sniping you know, headshots. Uh-huh. But there's still <sighs> things that detract from its score. Like, not having a surrender button, not having a feasible way to quit back to the main menu, and having their anti cheat that runs in kernel mode, tw- on you know active twenty four seven, which is exactly why I said it's stupid to say it's a nine out of ten because it's not. Nine out of ten is for the perfect game. In your no, ten opinion. out of ten is for the perfect. No, game. because that doesn't exist. Your perfect <laughs> game is nine out of ten. Uh, well, yeah, then you're you right, Kat. There is no perfect game that exists. Isn't that right? Yeah, even though you have rated games 10 out of 10. Weird. Yeah, although mm. those are my personal preferences. So my wrong. opinion still counts somewhere. No, it so, doesn't. So what did you, you think of it, Kat? Surprisingly, I liked a first-person shooter. This is where the fireworks and, you know. Confetti! Confetti cannon was supposed to go off. Arturo, if you're listening, uh, cue the celebration music. <laughs> <laughs> put that on for Arturo. <laughs> I've never liked first-person shooter before, but this one, it, it's simple enough, I think, for me to grasp. And it explained it well enough in the tutorial, which made it a lot easier to play. Playing with people definitely helped. Yeah. The concept of the game was well done. I don't know how many more there are like it because I don't play first-person shooter games on my own. I like the characters. I like the character development. How they're developed. I like the abilities. I don't like the surrender thing. That sucked a lot. 
for us when we were playing. And Caden has me paranoid now about the anti-cheat thing. Oh, don't be that paranoid. It's it's just me being not. This is paranoid. what you do, Caden. You bring out the best rants and then just the I mean, it's definitely I mean, it's definitely an issue, but the likelihood of you being the target of that sort of attack is minimal. You best. just cursed us all, so now I have to. Right. Um but I mean, yeah, it is definitely, in my opinion, uh, an issue in terms now, of. Because I don't have a lot of other first person shooter experiences other than, say, like Doom Eternal or Borderlands, which I hated. I don't really have enough to go off of comparatively. So I'm going to say it's about a six out of 10. I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Meh. Yeah. I, I didn't ask you for your opinion on my opinion, Austin. Womp womp. You're always going to get Ouch. it. <laughs> yeah, we're three very opinionated people. So that's that's just going to come naturally. Ah, but yeah, so uh, next week we will be reviewing a game that's based off of a 1983 German tabletop RPG that in German, in the German market, was more successful than Dungeons and Dragons. It is the Dark Eye Book of Heroes. This game has just recently 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 released on Steam. And I'm kind of looking forward to play it. And I'm trying to ignore the reviews as much as, po- as, much as possible. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for it. Just based yeah. on the reviews. It's going to be, oh, that's what you have to do to do this. Well, that just blows. Maybe we'll have another episode where we all agree that it sucks. Maybe. It probably be a Baldur's Gate part two. Yep. But anyways, part if two. you uh, if you've already played this, would like to give us some warnings, uh, or just you know leave us your feedback in general, uh, join the Bring Creative Brain Candy Discord, which you can find at badgamersanonymous.com by clicking the link in the top right corner. Uh, if you want to get your hands on some of the CPC merch, including ours, you can go to creativebraincandy.com, clicking the link in the top right corner that says merch, and shopping away. There's also a link to our specific merch page in our website at badgamersanonymous.com to the right of the Discord link, if I remember correctly. We still have good stuff. We got t-shirts. We got hats. We got stylish things. Yeah, we got mugs. I should get a coffee mug. Yeah, that'd be great. Like having a little coffee mug, put in some whiskey, have a nice, you know, cigar. Why would you drink whiskey from a coffee mug? Yeah. Why not? Just put put that put in a glass. There's no restrictions. Put in a glass. You're Whether it's savage. from a tin cup or a gold plated. Dude, no, cup. don't use tin. Wah, wah. Still you booze. Put in a tin cup. I like I mean, that when you like, prove us like some hands. Like that's disgusting. <laughs> I like how when you do that, hey. they like take a shot in your hand. Oh God, I don't know where your your hand. You know, I'm done. Oh. This episode's Ugh. done. Anyways, I don't want to listen anymore. Anyways, I'm anyways, done. Anyways, from, from, from all of us here are. From all the very opinionated people at Bad Gears Anonymous, myself, Kat, and Austin, we're heading off for the night. Take care, y'all. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at at Bad Gamers Anon. 
You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geem.